0: Unity of Farmington Hills A Positive Path For Spiritual Living
1: When I was a boy each week Sunday we would go to church Pay attention to the priest He would read the Holy Word Consecrate the Holy Bread Everyone would kneel and bow Today the only difference is Everything's holy now. Everything,
0: everything, everything's holy
1: now. When I was in Sunday school, we learned about the time. Most with the sea and two, Jesus made the water wine. I remember feeling. Miracles don't happen still Now I can't keep track Everything's a miracle All oh, the water was rare at best, barely with my fingertips, now I have to hold my breath, like I'm swimming in a sea of it. There used to be a world half there, heaven's second rate hand me down. now I'm walking with great care, cause everything's home. a burning bush singing like a scripture verse made me want to bow my head I remember when church let out how oh, things have changed since then cause everything's holy now and if it won't happen heaven's second rate hand me down I'm walking with breath and care cause everything's holy now
2: song everything is holy now thank you Carl I like that song well good morning unity of Farmington Hills it is so good to be here again with you all this morning on this wonderful Father's Day happy Father's Day to all the fathers and I want to welcome everyone who's visiting us on our online worship service today I am Reverend Kelly Kincaid the senior minister of this wonderful church I have a few, some announcements, and then we will continue with our service. First of all, our next town hall meeting is next Sunday, which is June 28th. It will be at 11 o'clock after service. So instead of doing the fellowship that we do after our service, we're going to do the town hall meeting. You can use the same link, which you can find on our website. And then today after service, we will have, like usual, our Sunday fellowship, and it'll be at 11 o'clock. The link is on the website. It's also gonna be on the YouTube page and it's also on our Facebook page as well. Tomorrow we are continuing our UFH Zoom house party at one o'clock and 7 p.m. That's been a lot of fun. We've been uh, connecting, we've been laughing and we've been inspiring each other. And then our Wednesday evening meditation is at 7 p.m. The link for that is also on our website. For information on all of our classes, all of our activities, our groups, and anything else that's going on at Unity of Farmington Hills and to sign up for our email blast, please visit our website, unityfh.com. And like I said last week, I am still having office hours, so my office hours are on Tuesday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. and on Wednesdays from 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. If you'd like to schedule an appointment with me uh, via Zoom or phone, you can email me at seniorminister@unityfh.com. at unityfh.com. Or if you want to send me prayer requests, you can also contact me that way as well, Seniorminister@unityfh.com. at unityfh.com. If it is an emergency, you can call me at 313-515-3071. Well, that concludes our announcements for this morning. So now let us quiet ourselves down as we listen to the band sing surely the presence. Let us prepare our hearts and our minds to hear the daily word and for our opening prayer. So the daily word for today, Sunday, June 21st, 2020 is Father's blessing. I give thanks for all expressions of fatherly love. Let me say that again, and then I'd like you to affirm it with me. I give thanks for all expressions of fatherly love together. I give thanks for all expressions of fatherly love. And the message reads my relationship with my father may have been positive and nurturing, or difficult and challenging. He may have been a strong presence during my childhood, or he may have been absent. He may be a part of, we may be a part of each other's lives today. We may be estranged, or he may have passed from this earthly life. Whatever our circumstances, I bless my Father, and I see him enfolded in divine love. As I honor my father, I also honor all the father figures who have played, who have helped guide me along my path. Family members, teachers, neighbors, clergy, and friends. I bless them as I recall the ways each one in a unique way has modeled strength, guidance, wisdom, and patience. Their presence remains with me thanks to their gifts of fatherly love. The scripture for today comes from Proverbs, it's chapter 4, verse 11. I have taught you the way of wisdom. I have led you in the path of uprightness. Let us pray. So please gently close your eyes with me and take a deep breath. And as you exhale, Allow your consciousness to float right down into your heart center. As we acknowledge the divine father within. God the good omnipotent. And God as we acknowledge you as that one power and presence that is active in our lives. And in the universe. We thank you for blessing us this day. We thank you for blessing all fathers today. We thank you for the way in which you share your divine love with us, even when we don't know it or expect it or appreciate that you are doing it. Thank you for all the ways that you've expressed fatherly love in our lives and for all of the fathers who've expressed fatherly love in our lives. And as we go on with this service, we acknowledge that you have blessed every part of it, that you've blessed every single one who is attended right now, And that you have opened our hearts and minds to hear your divine message. In the mighty name and nature of the Christ that dwells within, we pray. It is done. It is done. It is done. And so it is. Amen. And now let us do our statement of being together. God is all, both invisible and visible. One presence, one mind, one power is all. This one that is all, is perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. I am an individualized expression of God. I am ever one with this perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. And now let us say our statement, our growth affirmation together, knowing that God is doing exactly what we are affirming. And so, as we say this, say it with a grateful, thankful heart. Together, we give thanks for our expansive congregation that fills our halls and sanctuary with seekers of unity truth, fills our hearts with love and joy, and provides us with all of the necessary resources to co-create a loving and compassionate, spirit-filled world. And now... We will have our music team sing the song, This Side of Heaven, led by Marie and Lauren. And then I will be back to share our message for today. Re- that was a nice song. I I love the lyrics. The lyrics were pretty deep. All the things you think you know, but honestly, you really don't. This side of heaven. Save the worry, stop the hate. It doesn't matter anyway. This side of heaven. That really makes you think, doesn't it? It's it's pretty deep. Huh. Thank you. That was and I love the way you sang it. Lauren and Marie, that was very pretty the way you sang it. Thank you for that. I I always say it and I'm going to keep saying it. I really appreciate our music team. You all have a way of inspiring me and uplifting me. And every song that you sing is usually perfect for the uh, message and perfect for the service. So thank you for that. Thank you, Nicholas. Thank you to the music team. Thank you to Lauren and uh, Marie for singing that song. So in such a pretty way. So I heard this cute little story about an old country farmer who took his nephew camping for the first time. And his nephew was a pretty smart guy. He had five degrees and he was considered one of the smartest men alive. And so they get to the campsite and they put up the tent and they end up falling asleep pretty quickly. And in the middle of the night, his uncle wakes, uh, the farmer wakes his nephew up and says, hey, look up. And his nephew looks up and he says, what do you see? And his nephew says, I see millions and millions of stars. Wow, that is so awesome. And his uncle says, "I know that, but what does it tell you?" And so the nephew starts thinking and he says, "Well, astronomically, it tells me that there are millions of galaxies, and meteorologically it tells me that it's going to be a beautiful day tomorrow, and then theologically it tells me that God is the greatest creator ever." He said, "What does it tell you?" And as the uncle looks at him and says, "It tells me someone stole our tent." <laughs> oh that was so funny to me and I've never been camping but if I go I don't know if I'm going to be in a tent I might like I might prefer being in a camper (laughs) not so close to the the uh, creepy crawly things I don't like creepy crawly things but I'm sure a lot of you like going camping and I just thought that was a funny joke and especially for father's day a nephew uh, um Uncle being a father figure for his nephew. So as we go into our talk today, I I really took time to, well I always do, but I really thought about the kind of father I had when I was preparing for this talk. And the thought came the, the title came to me. What Godly Fathers Do. And so that's what I'm going to talk on today. What Godly Fathers Do. And the scriptures, I'm going to use a couple scriptures. But the first scripture scripture I'm going to use comes from Ephesians chapter 6. And this is verse 4. This is from the New Living Translation. It says, fathers, do not provoke your children to anger by the way you treat them. Rather bring them up with the discipline and instruction that comes from the Lord. And as I meditated on that, bring them up with the discipline and instruction that comes from the Lord. I realized that a godly father has a deep relationship with God first and then uses that through that relationship with God He is guided into how to father his children. And so the first thing that Jesus tells us in having a relationship with God is those two greatest commandments. Love God with all your heart, all of your mind, all of your uh, soul and all of your strength and to love your neighbor as you do yourself. And then also he goes on to say in in, uh, John chapter 15 verse 9, he shows us how to love our neighbor, he says, I have loved you even as the Father has loved me. And so that is how a father is to love their children, the same way that his godly father loves him. And so when I was researching this, I came up with the metaphysical uh, meaning of father from Charles Fillmore, who's the co-founder of Unity. Charles Fillmore says that the father, the, the spiritual meaning of father, he he talks about this. He says the relation this there is a relationship with God into which we enter where w- He seems closer than breathing and nearer than hands and feet. When we enter into this relationship, we come acutely, we become acutely aware of God as a living presence, and we are lifted up by his love. In this consciousness, we are able to say as jesus did father and jesus had a really deep relationship with god to the point that there was a time where when he was in the garden of gethsemane instead of saying father he said abba he says you have the abba you have the power to stop this is basically what he's saying to god he says but not my will but thy will be done when jesus got really intimate with god and really vulnerable with God in the imminence expression, in the imminence of God, feeling the presence of God within himself. He used the word Abba, which means daddy. A godly father goes deep into that relationship with God where he can be so vulnerable with God that he can confess all of his fears about being a father and open himself up to be completely guided by God and so that in he can actually bring up his children with the discipline and instruction that comes from the Lord that is really important so the first thing that a father does is moves into a deep relationship with God to where he knows how to love his children to the same degree that God loves him now when you look at that in Romans chapter 8 verse 38 and and 39. Paul tells us even deep, more deeply how much God loves us. He says, and like I said, this is Romans chapter 8 verses 38 and 39. Paul says, I am convinced. Now he is really deeply rooted in this knowing. I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love. Neither death nor life neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today or our worries about tomorrow, not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. No power in the sky above or in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord. Now, when a father loves his children, a godly father, when a godly father loves his child, he will continue to love his child no matter what his child does. So there may be times that the child messes up or the child gets in trouble or the child upsets him, makes him angry. Um, in those moments, he still stands in his love to where nothing will separate his him, the love that he has from his ch- for his child he will never be separated with that love. He will always express that love to his child. And this is how the love shows up in the form of being a protector for his child. God shows a godly father how to protect his child. That's the second way. The first thing a godly father does is to love his child deeply to the point to where nothing can separate him from his, the, his child from his love. The second thing that a godly father does is to protect his child. He makes sure that his child has a safe home. He makes sure that his child is always protected. He makes sure that he knows where his child is and when, it, when, when his child is growing up, he makes sure that he knows who, who his children are around, what kind of people they are. He protects them emotionally, mentally, spiritually, and physically make sure that his child is protected and he doesn't do it on his own he does it with the instruction and the discipline of the Lord so he uses the omnipresence of God steps into the omnipresence of God allowing God to give him the power to protect his family in whatever way he can in whatever way he has to I remember um and it's not just in your home because I remember um when uh one time my family and I, we, we all went out to the show. We used to go to the show together when I was younger. And so we're at the show, we'd already bought in the tickets. My mom and dad go to sit down and relax for a minute while we're waiting for the uh, theater to open up. And my sisters and I are talking, my brothers are over on another side of the, um, inside of the, sh- the theater. And we're still waiting for the room, the the, the actual theater where our show is to start. So. We're talking, my sisters and I are talking and this guy comes up and start. actually it was two guys come up and start chatting you know, start trying to talk to us and hit on us. My father leaps up. I thought he was Superman. He leaped up and he was right there in their face saying, "Uh, excuse me. These are my daughters. We're here to go to the show. Is there something that you need? (laughs) He, he, He would just cut the guy off at the pass. Godly fathers protect their children, whether they're inside of the home or outside of the home. They know the character of the, they can detect and discern the character of the people who are around them and know whether or not they're safe or not. So later on, I was like, daddy, why'd you do that? He said, cause I could tell they were shyster and you didn't need to be around them. The second thing, well, the third thing rather, the first thing they love their children deeply, they protect their children. The third thing that a godly father does is to provide for their children. But again, they provide for their children with the discipline and instruction that comes from the Lord. So when we go to Matthew chapter 6, and I've read this before, chapter 6, verses 31 and uh, 32, 33. A godly father knows to go to God first. So here Jesus is saying, so, and it's like I said, it's uh, chapter 6, verse 31, 32, and 33. Jesus says, so don't worry about the, uh, these things saying, what are we, uh, what will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? So fathers are not to worry about these things because they're being guided by God in this. It says, these things dominate the thoughts of an unbeliever. But your heavenly father already knows all your needs whenever you're providing for your children. A godly father provides using the the guidance of God, knowing that God is there for them to protect and to provide for their children. So it says, seek the kingdom of God above all else and uh, uh, live righteously, and he will give you everything you need. A godly father, when he's providing for his children, goes to God to seek the instruction on how to provide for their children. Even when they already know how, they still consult God because God always has a higher way. And so they follow what God is guiding them to do. When we used to get things like that we really wanted from my dad, we'd be like, thank you. We would say, thank you, daddy. You know, And my father would always say, don't thank me, thank God. Because if it weren't for God, I wouldn't have been able to do it. So a godly father knows that in providing for their children, that God is using them to provide for their children, but it is really God who has given the provision. And the fourth thing that a godly father does is to promote his children. He encourages his children. He supports his children. He shows support for his children by being there, always being there. And when he can't, he supports his children and encourages his children, even when he can't be there, but he does his best to be there. And God shows him how. When I was preparing for ministerial school, when I, well, I was in ministerial school, and I would have to do talks in church, my father wasn't always there to hear me actually he didn't he came to hear me speak when I first started ministerial school and it wasn't until a couple months later and when he came the minister there was uh it was at west side unity and reverend charles williams was the minister there and he was having me speak while I was in classes just you know I would speak when he had an off day and he told my father your daughter is really good she's gonna make a good minister and my father said yeah I know I see it in her, I know. He said, I waited to come to see her so that she could be rooted in doing this for her own sake, not to please or impress me. A godly father promotes his child by teaching his child how to stand on their own and support their own selves and be proud of themselves. And then when they praise their child, it's an added bonus. And this is important because when you are, a father and your son is watching you your son needs to know that they can stand on their own two feet and to have the kind of father that teaches you how to be proud of yourself and that their pride is secondary is very strong and it teaches the child how to stand in their own confidence and how to be that support for themselves So the boys usually follow and emulate, emulate their fathers and they try to get their father's approval and their father's praise. A godly father, when he's promoting his son, gives his his son that praise and that promotion. But I mean that support, but teaches his children that it is you that matters, not me. I remember when I used to um, go when I was going out when I was uh, a young adult. And I would come downstairs and I'd say, Daddy, how do I look? And my father would say, well, how do you think you look? And that used to irritate the heck out of me. And I would be like, why can't you just tell me? He said, well, if you think you look good, what well, does it matter what I think. And like, say, if my hair was a certain way messed up or something like that, he'd tell me that. But other than that, he let me stand on my own opinion of myself. That is how a godly father promotes his children. He teaches them how to stand on their own opinion, how to divide, d- uh, decide on what they really want, and then he supports them in it. Now, if it's something that is outside of, of, of what would be godly, of course he'd give advice then, but usually a godly father supports and is always there. Therefore, so, he was, so my father uh, was also there the day I graduated and the day I was ordained. And he came down to Kansas City and he was there. To promote me and he stood up and he called out to let me know that he was proud of me. And I heard, and as a matter of fact, there was a lady as I was walking out who said, Your father was so proud. I saw him stand up and, and call out to get your attention so that you could see that he was proud of you. That's what a godly father does. Make sure that his children know that they are delighted in them. In um Matthew Chapter three, verse seventeen, God does this to Jesus. I want to start at verse sixteen, Matthew chapter three, verse sixteen, and then we'll go to seventeen. I'll read, and, and, and like I said, this is the New Living Translation. After his baptism, as Jesus came up out of the water, the heavens were uh, opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and settling on him, and a voice from heaven said. This is my dearly loved son who brings me great joy. A godly father promotes his children by delighting in them and celebrating their accomplishments and promoting them to do even greater things. The next thing a godly father does, he's the priest of his family. He teaches his children about God. He teaches his children to love God with all of his, all their heart, all their soul, all their strength, and, and, and all of their mind. He teaches them to love God, the two greatest commandments. And then he encourages them throughout, the, throughout their life to continue to live according to the teachings of God. There is um, a scripture in Proverbs. It is Proverbs chapter 22, verse 6. And it says, direct your children onto the right path. And when they are older, they will not leave it. And I realized that there was sometimes my dad might irritate us and he'd lecture us and I'd be like my eyes glazing over and stuff. But the, the beautiful thing is it sunk in. It sunk in. One of the greatest things that my father taught me and gave me was the desire to have a deep relationship with God, the desire to pray and talk to God on a regular basis. When I was younger, I used to have night terrors and I would be so terrified to go to sleep. And I'd have so many nightmares when I was at at, uh, at night going to sleep. And my father said, talk to God. God is always there. God is always present. God will hear you. And you don't have to do it all formal like the ministers do at church. Just talk to God and tell God you're afraid. Ask God to help you feel better. And so I used to do that and I still do because my father introduced me to a relationship with God. My life Has never been the same and even in the moments where I felt that God wasn't there I would confess it to God and I'd feel God's presence come in my father would pray with us he taught us how to pray and just talk to God My father would go over Jesus' teachings with us. He was the priest of the household. He was the head of the household. And he showed us how to talk to God. He showed us how to be vulnerable to God. We saw my father pray sometimes and cry because he'd feel God answering him. And he knew God heard him. And it showed us how deeply important the relationship he had with God is. And he still does this. My father still prays, he's deeper and deeper in his relationship with God, and he will never let it go. And that has been a strong foundation for our family, even to the point to when my sister and my mom were transitioning. And those were the hugest deaths in our life, in my family. Since we were rooted in God, all of us together, even my younger brother, my younger sister, who don't go to church on a regular basis, they still talk to God. They're, They're still rooted in God to the point that we were okay even though we were hurting. We were okay because we know that God is our source. We know that even though we're crying because we miss them, that God is keeping us, supporting us, loving us. And it doesn't mean that we don't have faith in God. It just means that sometimes those human sides of us miss my mother and my sister. And so what we do is we call each other up or we text each other and start talking about funny things about what my sister might have done or what my mother might have done. We call it, we used to call it a Fran moment. Now I call it a Sandy moment or a Fran moment. Fran was my mother and Sandy is my sister. My dad and my mother rooted us in God my dad sat and prayed with us my dad sat and laughed with us my dad had the, ch- the has the heart of a child and jesus says that you come to god with the heart of a child that trust and that faith in god so deep that you let everything go and surrender everything to stand in faith with god and that's how my father raised us a godly father is the priest of his household And he leads his family in the ways of God. He teaches his family about God. He teaches his family the teachings of Jesus. So we were always reading and learning and knowing the teachings of Jesus. That's what a godly father does. So we have it. The godly father loves his children just as deeply or tries to do it just as deeply as God loves him. A godly father protects his children. Provides for his children. Promotes his children and is the priest of the family. And the last thing that a godly father does. And the Bible says it, especially in the Old Testament. Every time the older son became of age, the father would prophesy over the child or bless the child. The last thing that a father does, a godly father does for his family, for his children, is to be the prophet. He, He blesses and affirms the highest good for his children. My father told us, he said, you all are so intelligent and so smart. He said, I don't know what my purpose is in this world. But even if it is to be your father, be the father to the five of you, that is the most wonderful purpose God could give me and the most important job God could ever give me. Because I see in you and I speak over you all that you will be great. You will all do your own thing, but when you put your mind to it, you will find what it is that it is yours to do and you will be great at it. And he blessed us. Charles Fillmore, in his book, The Revealing Word, says, "Bless means to invoke good upon, to call forth the action of God, to confer God's good on something or someone. My father conferred God's good on all five of us and my mother and we watched how he blessed my mother and he loved my mother and how he treated my mother and for a daughter that is a powerful example of what to look for in a man that you want to be the father of your children and for a son that is an awesome thing to look at to imitate and walk in as a godly father yourself godly fathers love their children protect their children provide for their children and their families promote are the priest of the house and are the prophet that bless and, and 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 affirm God's highest good over his children and his wife or his children and who the, the woman who is the mother of their children and he doesn't just do it for his own he does it for all other children as well So my cousins, my friends, my friend's cousins, everyone who my father was around, he was a father. He is a father figure to them. I was fortunate enough to grow up in a neighborhood where there were a lot of godly fathers who emulated and lived out the old adage that it takes a village to raise a child. As we celebrate our fathers today, the many ways that they were godly in our life and still are. Let us celebrate God, the God in them. As we celebrate the God in them, let us celebrate God the Father and how God blesses us all. How God the Father loves us, protects us, provides for us, promotes us, is a priest in our life and prophesies over us, blesses us. And it's always there for us. Let us let us bless the fathers by using God the Father. And by being the greatest example of a godly person that we can be as we follow and walk in the discipline and the instruction that comes from the lord and for those of you who are mothers who are single mothers and acting as fathers god bless you as well in the way that you can best be a godly father example for your children and i'm sure you have men who you know who are godly that you can bring into your children your your children's lives to Offer up that support. God is always finding ways to bless. Just like it said in today's Daily Word. That we bless all people who come into our life. What did it say? Let me say it. I just want to quote it correctly. That we. Let's get to that part. It says. I bless um, family members, teachers, neighbors, clergy, employers and friends. I bless them As I recall the ways, each one, in a unique way, has modeled strength, guidance, wisdom, and patience. And their godly love, those father figures who've come into our life along with our fathers or in place of our fathers, we bless you all. We thank you all. I thank God for the demonstration of fatherly love in this world and for the way we are moving back into a higher expression of having godly fathers step up to the forefront to be that example that Jesus was and is for us, for our children and for the world. And in the mighty name of the Father, I thank you God for this message I thank you, God, for blessing all fathers, all father figures, all mothers who are acting as fathers. I thank you for every way that you bless and show and demonstrate fatherly love in our lives. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. And happy Father's Day to you all. I send out blessings to all of you in the name and the nature of the Christ that dwells within. Thank you, God. Amen. And thank you all for watching and being a part of this experience of what godly fathers do. Wow. Thank you. Amen. (laughs) And so now is the time in our service where we bless our love offering. And for those of you who are paying through credit card, you can go to UnityFH.com and hit the donate button. And for those of you who are sending in checks, you can send them to Unity of Farmington Hills, Farmington Hills, Michigan. What, no, Unity of Farmington Hills, 32500 West 13 Mile Road, Farmington Hills, Michigan, 48334. And now that we've gotten that out of the way, I want to thank you all for the mighty ways, all the fathers that are in unity of Farmington Hills. I want to say happy Father's Day to you. I want to thank you for the ways that you stand up and show your presence in our church, in our spiritual community. I want to thank all of you for the ways that you bless our church, bless each other, bless the community, even as an example or as a representative of unity of Farmington Hills. In every single way that you pray for each other, that you call each other and check in on each other, that you support each other and encourage each other, that you just show up and be there for each other, and for me as well, I thank you. And on behalf of the board, we all thank you for all of the ways that you are helping to grow this church, and also for the ways that you are supporting us financially, because... We still have bills to pay, even though we're not in the church. And you all have been helping us to sustain this church. Thank you so much. So let us go ahead and do our love offering blessing together. Divine love through me blesses and multiplies all that I have, all that I give, and all that I receive. Amen. And so now, as we... Prepare to hear the next song. I I like this next song. Let that sink in what God just shared with us in the message, what a godly father does. And we will now hear the song, What God's Gonna Do by Laurel. It's a really upbeat song, and I really like it. And so now it's time for the next song. Thank you, Laurel. That was awesome. I love that song. God's going to do what he's going to do. I love that song. I really do. Ah. So now let us go ahead and do our virtual prayer circle. Call out the names of those people who you'd like prayer for, even if it's just you. And I will do our prayer and then we will do the closing prayer. So as we take a deep breath and we feel the vibration of those names going into this virtual prayer circle, we acknowledge that God has already started to work in their lives, the lives of the names that have been called out into this circle, working in their lives to bring forth their highest good, We see God blessing, we see God healing, we see God resolving, we see God guiding, we see God bringing each and every person whose name is called into this circle, bringing them into their highest and greatest good, and we thank you, God, for blessing them and for answering whatever their heart's desire and prayer is right now. We see that it is done and it is so right now, and we thank you, God, for blessing every father in the world those who are here still in the spirit, in the physical world and those who have transcended to the the spiritual expression of the higher life of in christ consciousness thank you for every single way that you bless us through fatherly love through them through their father the father figures and even blessing them with their fathers and father figures as well god thank you for also we are so grateful for the way that you've blessed this service, for the way that you have opened up everyone to show their gifts, those who have cre- helped to create this service. Thank you for the beautiful way that they gave of their time and their, their t- talents to create such an awesome service. And thank you for blessing the world, God. In the mighty name and nature of Jesus Christ, we pray thanking you from the bottom of our hearts and knowing that this prayer is done. Thank you, God. Amen. And now let us say our prayer for protection together. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is and all is well. Thank you, God. And some of you are saying, yay, God. Well, for those of you who are joining us at the fellowship today at 11 o'clock, I'll see you then. And for every father who is on this um, in this uh, worship service and those who watch it later. Happy Father's Day to you. I wish you the most wonderful Father's Day ever with many, many more to come. I am Reverend Kelly Kincaid, Senior Minister here at Unity of Farmington Hills. It has been a pleasure as always until we see each other again or until I'm on until you see me again. Peace and blessings to you all. Bye-bye.